This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is My Mind Emporium. Welcome to my podcast, everybody. I hope you guys are having a lovely Thursday or Friday Eve, I like to call it. Um, This, let's just say this, August is coming in, booming, honey. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's popping. I wish I could tell you in astrology what's popping. Or history was popping, but I don't know what's going on. This week has been the weirdest week of my life, and it is all good. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm working on some things, y'all. Okay, um, I'm trying to get better at this. And I want to be better at this, and I want to give you a great content as much as possible. Um, when I first started this podcast, I promised the smooky, the ooky, and the all-together kooky. Um, the kooky being some conspiracy theories. Um, the ooky and the smooky, paranormal activity, uh, disappearances, uh, weird cases of things happening, and stuff like that. Um... And I, 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 it's not that I have failed to do that, but I failed to find the smooky part of paranormal. Um, but we will be getting into more situations that has to do with paranormal activity, um, spirits, and 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 stuff like that. Um, I, it, I don't know if anybody know. If you're listening to me and you don't know me personally. You wouldn't know that this about me, but I am someone who is really into spirituality. I believe in spirits. I believe you got to be careful what spirits you have around you. You got to be careful what spirits you invite into your life. And you just can't invite any kind of spirit in your life. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm trying to get better at giving y'all good content. This week was supposed to be a good week because I was supposed to be popping off with some good stories. Uh, but I got caught in the rapture. I'm out. I'm good. Um, so um, and I will be giving you those stories. Um, I, I'm going to do the Los Feliz uh, murder house on tomorrow. And I will be doing, I, I should say Friday instead of tomorrow. Sounds weird saying tomorrow. Um, and I'm going to be doing the um, freeway phantom killer on saturday um so yeah with that being said um y'all know how i like to get my podcast popping and started and today's podcast i want something a little light so we're gonna talk about nessie all right you know my homeboy over there sitting up there popping up with his tyrannic with his uh with his self in the water that's my friend you know nessie's my friend y'all don't know that me and him go way back but before we get into Nancy, we're going to talk about um, what's going on, some stories that stuck out to me that y'all need to be hearing. <coughs> sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, so, the first story... 
I'll be talking to you guys about. It's a little on the lighthearted side. It's um, with Britney Spears. I got it from the Neighborhood Talk. And it says, Britney Spears says she accidentally locked herself inside her bathroom at 2 a.m. So this is Britney Spears basically narrating on her account. I think her Instagram account about what happened. Okay. And it says, uh, at 2 a.m. I decided to take a bath. I got a new scented lotion from Victoria's Secret, and I wanted to wear it because it helped me sleep better. I went to the bathroom and looked at my leftover coffee from earlier in the morning. I said, gross, but I didn't throw it away, and then I looked for my face wash, but I couldn't find it anywhere. I was caught up in my head looking for it about 15 minutes, and then I realized it's probably in... <clears throat> in the other bathroom. Then I realized to leave and the door was locked. I thought, okay, well, it's the bathroom. I can open the damn door. No, the lock was stuck. I got locked in the fucking bathroom and my boyfriend was sleeping even though there was, even if there was an earthquake, doesn't wake up. Scream, hey, come open this stupid door. Silence. The fourth time he gets up and says, what's wrong? I said, I'm in here and I can't get out. He tried to do this, do his thing to open the door with the pin. So I got my phone and called the security to tell them to open the door. 15 minutes later, went by and then finally said they sent someone up to the open the door. 10 minutes later, hello, is anybody there? Then they told me 10 more minutes. I cleaned the bathroom and thought about taking a shower or something, but then I saw it, the door. I just looked at it for the first time with the yearning of just when to open. Would my eyes trick me, make it open faster? My eyes widened open and the door was more clear, more vast, and I could see it with clearly in brightness. Please open the door. We're here, they said. I asked how long would it take to open, and they said, oh, maybe 10 minutes. The old coffee I had left over from the morning was there, and I started feeling foggy, so I drank it. I was re-energized and started speaking again. Are you guys there? Yes, we are, they said. Stand back. We're going to open the door. And it opened. It finally opened. So, uh, yeah, don't judge her. Y'all all have had something like this happen, okay? And sometimes it's the coffee. You have to get the coffee. It's the coffee. I promise you it's the coffee, all right? <laughs> this next news is from itsonsite.com, and this contributor is Nayara, and it says 17 people arrested in undercover child predator sting, including Disney World staff sheriff, says there are nasty people. A group of alleged sexually sexual predators have been arrested after attempting to meet up with young people to have sex. However, little did they know they were talking to undercover detectives, which ultimately led to their arrest. According to Fox 13, among the 17 people who were arrested, three people worked at Walt Disney. Another person was a registered nurse and another man visiting from Florida, California. Officials noted that the man was married. Authorities carry out a six- and that's funny. You know, men will be married and commit murder and have uh, kids and a wife and y'all still marry these goddamn these crazy ass motherfuckers. You know, women have tolerance, but men don't have tolerance for nothing women got going on. I find that to be very funny, but I'm not going to, it's neither here nor there with me and I'm not going to go there. Anyway, authorities carried out a six day investigation called Operation Child Protector to capture the suspects who targeted young teens through online platforms. The Polk County Sheriff's Office say the suspects faced two misdemeanors and 49 felonies. 
Chef Grady Judd said during a press conference, there are nasty, nasty people. We can't even use the word that they use. We obviously can't show the pictures and video clips that they sent to what they thought were 13-year-old little girls and little boys. Two suspects, Jonathan McGrew and Savannah Lawrence, who were a couple, wanted to have a threesome with a 13-year-old girl. Chef Judge said during the press conference, Jonathan said to the child, we want to enjoy this opportunity. We don't want to rush. Even at the conclusion, maybe we can cuddle a little bit. What in the sick dog hell is going on here? I don't want to even continue this article. This is sick. Um, and it's probably easier now than ever because kids are at home. So it's easier now for them. You know, it's sick. It's sad. It's sad that people don't see your kids as kids. That's sad. All right. The next story is going to have your mouth open, honey. It broke yesterday. And um, I don't know how to feel about this. Uh, I can't judge her. Because I know how it feels to be in a hardship and you need help. But in the same sense, it's like, you know, who our daddy is. Like, really? You you, you paying $300,000 to divorce your wife, nigga. All right. So, this is coming from The Shade Room. And its contributor is Danielle J. And it says, Dr. Dre, a strange 38-year-old daughter, says she is living in her car after not receiving money from him in 18 months. Oh, see, I thought I said something else. Okay, you know what? <sighs> Let me read this. Back in December of 2020, Dr. Dre, a strange 38-year-old daughter, Latanya Young, made headlines when she revealed that she allegedly had sent him, had seen him in, has seen him. She hasn't seen him in 18 years and had applied for work as a FedEx driver to make ends meet. Well, it appears that since then, things has gotten worse for Latanya as she claimed that she is homeless due to Dr. Dre allegedly not sending her any money in the last 18 months. According to exclusive with Daily Mail, Latanya Young stated that she is currently living out of her car while her four children live with friends because she could not afford housing in California. Now, housing in California is really damn ridiculous. So if you're a FedEx driver and you want to, you I mean, she got four kids and I don't know how old they are, but I'm pretty sure they each want their own room. Granted, you got four kids, you can put two in each room and you can only have you can have three rooms. But it's expensive to even get a one bedroom in California. So I mean, you know, I get that. Anyway. Latanya said that despite her working as a delivery driver for both the DoorDash and Uber Eats, while also working as an assembler at the warehouse, she is struggling financially because her father, Dr. Dre, has not given her money in almost two years. My kids are staying with friends. They're not living in the car. It's just me. I'm just, I'm, I'm taking odd jobs just to make it now. I got paid $15 an hour as an assembler at the warehouse. I'm trying to keep my head above water. I've been in debt for a while, she says. Allegedly, Latanya said that Dr. Dre has stopped supporting her financially because she did an interview about their estranged relationship. As a result, she has no direct contact with him and can only reach him 
and that it ends right there. Of course, you read the remaining of the article on the shade room. Um, so it's our fault. <laughs> At first, I was like, it's a damn shame. You a billionaire. You got all that money. You paid $300 a month to take care of your ex-wife with her strong neck ass. And then I'm sitting over here looking at you talk shit about him in an interview, and he cut you off. Simple as that. You can't talk shit about your parents and don't think that they going to support you. <laughs> you can't do that. Um, I'm sorry. I mean, if you have a strange relationship with your father, you don't need to do an interview about your strange relationship with your father. If you have an issue with your parents, go to a therapist, but don't talk to nobody on TV or don't get the press involved to talk about your issue with your father. If you have an issue with your father, talk to your daddy, talk to a therapist, but you don't need to go public with that. So that's kind of hard for me. I feel bad for the kids, but it's kind of hard for me to feel bad for her. You would think, well, who her daddy is, she would know how to get around. I mean, I'm just saying. Shoot, maybe she had the brain of her mama, apparently. Shit. How, how can I feel bad for you when your dad was financially supporting you? And then you fucked up and ran your mouth and talked shit about him. Girl, bye. The next um, article is from BallAlert.com. Um, its contributor is Aaron Boogie, and it says that uh, y'all know that the baby he in trouble, but he's in trouble for the homosexual side. He's not in trouble for the misogynistic ass shit that he said. He's in trouble for the homo anti homosexual and AIDS comment that he made. Um, he's been dropped for all these festivals because they're not they're not they're not okay with how he apologized. Um, he did a written statement, and they want him to do a video. Let me tell y'all something for a minute. I don't agree with anything the baby said. But it's a grown-ass man. He don't owe you shit. Okay? He apologized. He gave you a statement. Now step the fuck off. The baby don't owe you nothing. Okay? He don't owe you shit. Then I saw an article this morning where y'all sit up here talking about some fucking... Um, he needs to be educated about HIV AIDS. He know what HIV AIDS is. Shit, with all them damn commercials y'all had on TV when we were younger, me and the baby around the same age, and I'm pretty sure me and him were raised watching the same damn TV shows and shit, and as much as y'all sit up here and have all them damn commercials on UPN about HIV and AIDS and freaking BET, I'm pretty sure he knows. He's grown, and he's not a child. He said sorry. Either you accept it or go to hell. Don't get on my nerves with this shit. He apologized. He don't owe nobody nothing. That's it. He apologized. This is what happened when y'all like the ignorant ass ghetto lifestyle and don't realize you're dealing with an ignorant ass. I ain't saying nothing else about this. I'm gonna keep it moving. I got this from a hip hop um, um Instagram. So y'all, Miami and Diddy are allegedly a thing. And I'm gonna end it right though. <laughs> I'm gonna end it right there. 
that would conclude all these stories that came out. Um, it ends right there, y'all. That's it. That's all, Paul. Mm-mm. I, I said well, what I said about the baby. Y'all love ignorant-ass people. Y'all love how ignorant-ass people is until you realize ignorant-ass people are actually ignorant. Point plain simple, bitch. He said, sorry. He don't owe you nothing else. Y'all asking for too damn much. Shit, if he did something to his mama, I bet she would ask for all that shit. Y'all want him to kiss your nasty-ass, fungus-filled feet. He said sorry. He may not admit it, but it don't fucking matter. You want an apology, he got it. If you don't like the way he did it, then stop asking for it. Damn. <sighs> All right. Y'all, I just, that, that just got on my nerves. I just didn't appreciate the fact that they said he needs to be educated on HIV and AIDS. Like, this is a grown man. Y'all do understand that shit, right? Like, this is a grown-ass man, okay? You're telling me a grown, he's grown-ass man, got his own children, don't need you to educate him on nothing. He know what AIDS and HIV is. It's not just the gay community spreading it. Y'all want to make an example out of somebody. Y'all should have made an example out that motherfucker that was in office a year ago. You scary ass fuckers. Y'all get on my nerves with this shit. He ain't a child. He grown. He know what's going on. I just don't understand it. Y'all just want to sit there and be a dead horse with this thing. He says, sorry, all right? Y'all bet y'all ain't going to do that to Boosie and, and Tip ass since y'all arrested his ass in Europe, which I think I had the story, but I don't know what I did with that story. But yeah, he got his ass arrested in the beginning of this week as well. Y'all ain't said nothing to him about that stuff. But y'all want to sit up here and make an example of him. The baby is not a baby. Okay? He ignorant as hell. But he is not a child. You don't need to be making an example out of him. He is not your child to punish. Okay, motherfucker? That's an almost 30-year-old man. Get out of his fucking jock, man. Get off his jock. Leave him alone. I'm just sorry, it just irritates me because it seems like y'all have to make a public humiliation scandal out of a black man, but y'all won't do it to fucking Mac Damon, oh, weird, long chin ass. He said up there and said he been using the F word for years, and y'all been going to see the little bitch ass niggas movies. All right, let's get to my homie Nessie, all right? Let's talk about my friend, Nessie. All right, Nessie is my friend. Okay, I don't know why I love the Loch Ness Monster. I think Loch Ness Monster is everything. Do I believe is real? I don't know. Okay, and I'm not gonna say can pigs fly because 
in the next few years, pigs might start flying. We don't know. <laughs> All right. So the, I found this article on the BBC.com. It is from August the 21st, 2019. And it says Loch Ness Monster Plausible Theory for Nessie. Says an international team of scientists say they have identified a plausible theory for sighting of the Loch Ness Monster. The team took 250 water samples at a various depth throughout the loch last year, collecting all forms of environmental DNA for further analysts. While they did not come face to face with Nessie, the scientists say they have a biological explanation for her. The team will announce the result of their studies next month. New Zealand University at Otago has led the work aimed at cataloging all current life in Loch Ness, including plants, insects, fish, and mammals. The DNA from the water samples were extracted and sequenced, resulting in about 500 million sequences that have been analyzed against existing databases. Geneticist Professor Neil Gilman said there have been over a thousand reports citing of something in Loch Ness which have driven this notion of a monster being in the water. From those sightings, these are around four main explanations about why, but what has been seen. Our research is central discount, discounts most of their theories. However, one theory remains plausible. The theory, along with the full result of the investigation, were revealed at the event in the drum. I can't say that word because it's not the English I know. The Loch Ness Monster is one of Scotland's oldest and most enduring myths. It inspired books, TV shows, and films, and it sustained a major tourism industry around its home. The story of the monster can be tracked back 1,500 years when Irish missionary St. Columbia said to have encountered a beast in a river nest in 565 AD. Later in the 1930s, the Inverness Courier reported the first modern sighting of Nessie. In 1933, the newspaper Fort Augustus correspondent Alec Campbell reported a sighting by the Aldi Maki, Aldi McKay, sorry, of what she believed to be a Nessie. Mr. Campbell reported describing a well-like creature in that locks water cascading and churning. The editors at the time E. Evan Barron, hmm, I got some theories about that name by itself, suggested the beast be described as a monster kickstarting the myth, monster myth of the Loch Ness Monster. Gary Campbell, keeper of a register of Nessie sighting, received an average of 10 reports a year of something is unexplained being spotted in the Loch's water. Given that more than 400 people visit Loch Ness every year, Mr. Campbell said, said seeing something was very was pretty rare. But he long believed that eventually science will reveal the cause of the sighting. So that concludes Loch Nessie. All right. Little Nessie over there, okay. All right. A lot of y'all probably trying to wonder why I'm talking about these mythological creatures. Um, the reason I'm talking about these mythological creatures is because I remember back when um, I was 
in the house in my hometown and when I had cable. Don't ask me if I have cable now. That's between me and the TV. I used to watch this show called Destination Truth on sci-fi. You know, sci-fi is my channel. I love sci-fi. And um, I used to watch another chance, another thing called Fact or Fate. Um, and they basically, there were two shows that had these teams come together and look for these mythological creatures. So they would go to different places around the world to find if these creatures were real. They were looking for a banshee. They were looking for a mermaid. They were looking for a chukacabra. They were looking for aliens. They were looking for everybody. They did not find proof that these things existed. <laughs> but I was wondering in the back of my head, it would be awesome to have a billion dollar production behind me that would invest in me to go around the world and search for mythological creatures. That's just awesome. I wanted to be part of their team. I went back to community college and do to study journalism just to do that. So uh, I ain't going to tell you the story about how that turned out. But long story short, I'm a certified nail technician. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I love both. Okay, don't get me wrong. I love writing. I love writing. I love journaling stuff. And I also love doing nails i love being about nails i can't wait to get the product to start doing my own nails again but however i just always thought it was crazy why would you go around the world you know people say these creatures are mythological creatures are they real or they're not real and so i i'm talking about bigfoot i'm talking about bigfoot you know he's a homie too and nessie loch ness monster because um these are staple in the mythological creature um, world. You know, people say they saw Bigfoot. I remember one time, this was like 10 years ago, we were talking in my great-grandmother's living room with cousins and family. And they said it was a family of Bigfoots in the mountains of Georgia. I got scared, but I was curious because I wanted to go out there to see if there was a family of Bigfoots out there and they found out it was a bunch of human beings in gorilla costumes. And I'm mad about that. So just to help y'all understand why, it's because, you know, these stories have been going on for centuries, okay? When I was talking to you about Bigfoot, it's not that Bigfoot don't exist. It could just be an ancient creature. Or it could just be a caveman and we mistaken it for an unfrozen, thawed-out caveman. You remember I told you my theory that Bigfoot was thawed-out caveman? Alright. Well, let me tell you my theory on Loch Ness Monster. Okay? Um, do I believe the Loch Ness Monster exists? I don't know. Somebody is seeing something out there. But as we get more into the age where everybody has a camera... And now everybody got nice cameras, okay? It's not just the photographers anymore. Everybody has nice cameras. Um, it could have been a mistaken identity of 
a statue that was built in the water. But it moved. So, when it comes to the Loch Ness Monster, and if it's real or not, this goes back to me saying, um, this goes back to my Pacific Rim theory. It's not a real theory. It's just a theory based off a movie that make you go, hmm. And it's the same thing if you watch a new movie with Chris Pratt called Tomorrow War, where they found out that the creatures were frozen inside of the ice caps, and the ice caps were un had unfrozen, and these creatures had came out. And that's how this war happened between them and these aliens. Um, and my theory with Loch Ness Monster is that there is a world inside of our world. Which, this also go back to the theory of journey to the center of the earth. Now, whether those theories are real or not, you know, somebody wrote these books. And it makes you wonder if it's just imagination. Or did this really happen to somebody? You know, it just makes you wonder. You know, I'm not saying... And, 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 and like I said, that's why I call them theories. And that's why it's on Theory Thursday. Because we don't have proof, but it don't mean that it don't exist. So trust me, I'm not in a magical world where I believe the Loch Ness Monster is real. Or something like that. But I am, I'm willing to objectively look at there's a possibility that creatures like this exist. Because let's be straight up honest. We still don't know all the different species of animals that we know to be normal animals. So, the theory of Loch Ness Monster existing, I, I, I like the theory. And I like to hear why somebody would think the way they think. Um, there's a lot of things as human beings that we don't know about or we don't understand. Um, so, the Loch Ness Monster come on with my theory. I'm going to go ahead and bring out another theory because there are theories. I'm going to tell you my theory and I'm going to talk about theories that I found on the website, The Culture Trip, about Loch Ness Monster. But, my theory is, if the Loch Ness Monster does exist, I'm going to lump it in. With my theory, with the Pacific Rim theory, which is that there's a whole nother world with different creatures from different genetic backgrounds that live in the, in the center of the universe. Or it could be nuclear waste that terraformed, which is also like how Godzilla was created. Just saying. That could have created this monster. Those are my theories about the Loch Ness Monster. He's, uh, here are other theories about the Loch Ness Monster. And I said it's from theculturetrip.com. And this was written by Tazanim Nazir. On November 24th, 2017. Um, one of the theories is that Nessie is an elephant. 
One other theory is Nessie is standing away from a boat. Well, wait. Another one is Nessie is actually a decomposed tree. And I was thinking that too, that it was just like some uh, old decomposed tree that was moving, floating around. You know? Nessie is an alien from outer space. Or alien from the center of the universe. I'm just saying. Center of, uh, center of Earth, not universe. Center of the Earth. Nessie is an overgrown eel. And then some people think Nessie is dead. R.I.P. Nessie. That's um, another thing that I was thinking when I was uh, talking about this. I was watching this episode of Gargoyle. And the gargoyles we're going through different places and different areas in the world where these mythological people came. You know, they dealt with African mythology. They had Nancy, uh, Anasi, or Nancy. Girl, you got to get together with how you say that because you're trying to study African mythology. Um, And there was a unicorn. They found a unicorn, honey, but the unicorn was not the creature they were chasing after, which was weird. Um, they dealt with the golem. You don't know what a golem is? I'll be talking about what a golem is in my spirituality speak. And one of them was Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster, okay? So... They had built this park around a mechanical Loch Ness Monster. But they had the real Loch Ness Monster locked up inside the cave, which I thought was weird because if you got the real Nessie, you know, why you got a mechanical Nessie? What's the purpose of the mechanical Nessie? But it just made me think after all these years, maybe the Loch Ness Monster is just a mechanical dummy that somebody created and got frustrated and just gave up on doing it. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is my mind emporium. Y'all stay safe. Um, I hope y'all went to my Instagram account where I kind of alerted y'all something I was told about this morning on my um, in my family group chat where we were talking about um, the fact that there the Delta variant can be spread through gas pumps, gas tank pumps. Uh, so. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Y'all be careful. Y'all stay safe. Have wet wipes in the car. 
wash your hands, close, uh, cover your mouth when you sneeze, all right, and say excuse me when you fart. This is my Mind Emporium. Thank you guys for my podcast. I will be doing the Los Feliz Murder House tomorrow. So y'all stay uh, in tow. And no, I have no opinions on the verses. I didn't watch the verses there. Um, not because I don't like the locks or that I don't like this set. Um, I just knew it was going to be a New York hot mess. I heard the locks won, and I heard it from more than one person that the locks won. So congratulations, locks, on winning. Um, I'm just trying to figure out where does the locks and Dipset equate to each other. To me, the locks is more, you know what, I'm going to shut up. Because I don't need people mad at me for stating an opinion about how I feel about the locks versus Dipset. Um, I feel like the locks has more of a catalog, okay, in the discussion. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is My Mind Emporium. I am like so outie.